welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Halley and Tyler Hammondson. And we are here in 2020. We made it. We made it. The world didn't end. We uh, we had a nice little... close there, but <laughs> we eked it out. We had a nice little break, and now we are back. And uh, we, you know, we didn't tell you guys what we're doing um, this time, but uh, we're here talking bad boys. And we have, uh, you know, also a very special guest with us, a special musical guest. Uh, musician Awari is here with us. Awari, Hello. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah, excited yeah. to have you on. Excited to talk about bad boys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And excited to hear what all of our listeners did over their holiday break. <laughs> if you want to write us and let us know where you went skiing or what? went to the beach or whatever you did. What franchise you binged. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Email us at sequelrights at gmail.com and let us know your suggestions for franchises for this whole upcoming year. And also you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sequelrights. And you guys, I got a, I got a secret for you. We have a whole year of 2020 of franchises that we don't have planned out, that we need suggestions, and the best way to get your suggestion to us True. is to leave a five-star review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. Leave what franchise you want us to tackle this year, something that you want us to talk about, and chances are we'll do it. That's right. But today, we're talking about Bad Boys with Awari. Uh, 1995, we're taking it back, getting ready for the new one that's coming out in a, a couple weeks here. Yeah, it's called Bad Boys for Life, but mm. it's sadly not the fourth movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Bad Boys for Life. How dare they miss out on that? That was, yeah, they, they messed that up. They really yeah. messed that up. They really did. Oh, well. Well, why don't we just dive right in? Detectives Marcus Burnett and Mike Lowry. It was the ultimate nightmare. This was our career bust, which is what, your hundred million dollars? Just do what you do, only faster. (laughs) Ah, Great to hear that voice doing the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, so. In the beginning, I was like, what is he talking about? What was brilliant? I don't know. Like, <laughs> they're, what show, they're showing scenes of the heist okay. that starts off this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. They killed an innocent man <laughs> as a distraction for reasons. Yeah, and then it sounds like it's a horror movie, but it was but their it, worst was nightmare. <laughs> Pretty scary. So... Uh, I want to start off like talking about uh, everyone's history with the franchise, mm. uh, and I want to start with Awari. So, Bad Boys. Okay. When did you see it? Bad Boys, the first one. Um, I was what, it was ninety five, so I was like seven. So I couldn't, <laughs> so I couldn't like actually see this movie. Right. Like, I think I wanted to see this movie, and what happened is, um, you know, me and my mom we used to like movie skip a lot. So I think mm. I saw like most of this movie. <laughs> Like, all the way up until, like, that last real action-packed scene. Uh-huh. And, like, I got pulled out to go see whatever movie she wanted to actually see. Or we were actually <laughs> like, we're going to Twister. Yeah, we're, it could have been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're joking. Yeah, yeah. But I literally think it was yeah. Twister. <laughs> yeah. So, literally, I'm trying to watch Bad Boys, like, every time it comes on TV. And it's literally the same thing happening. It's like, mom's just like, oh, we got to go somewhere. <laughs> what happens in the airplane hangar? I think I, finally, I think I finally saw the full thing before Bad Boys 2 came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I would say that's about the same for me. Uh, yeah. Also young when this came out. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I saw the trailer or commercial on TV and was just like, my young brain was like, explosions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was definitely a one where... Um, I didn't see it until before the the new one came out. 
Yeah, I didn't see it until Bad Boys 2 was coming out and went back, but mm-hmm. the The Rock, which is Michael Bay's next movie after this, was the first R-rated movie my parents let me watch. Dang. Um, was on a, a VHS release That's impressive. At, at some point. Uh, and I, I remember, I love that movie. I, to this day, I love that movie. And I was so excited, like kind of, it was when I was figuring out who directors were and what was going on with it. Like when Bad Boys 2 was coming out, I was like, oh man, I can't wait to catch up on this and watch both of these movies. Yeah, yeah, I, n- I don't know anything about it, and I've never seen it any of them before. Ah. Eliz watched it just yesterday. There you go. Actually, I watched it today. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we got a, a newbie here. What a way to ring in 2020. Yeah. Well, Bad Boys, uh, I'm sure everyone already knows this, but in case you don't, it was Michael Bay's uh, directorial debut. That makes a lot of sense. I and, had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, there you go. And uh, I believe starring uh, debut for Martin Lawrence and feature film starring debut. Yes. Uh, and Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. Who both had like crazy hit shows uh, yeah. at this time with Martin and uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, uh, I, I love that this is uh, Michael Bay's first movie and you can already see... All like from it's from all the, there from the get go. The very first scene is like uh, car porn, and they're talking about cars. <laughs> talking about cars, and Michael Bay throws out the tripod. That camera is not sitting still ever. <laughs> yep, always must be moving. Yep, yep, yep. I was kind of surprised because I think Will Smith's character seems like older than I would have expected for this time in his career. Because I think mm-hmm. later his movies, he even more leans into the, like, I'm the new kid, I'm squeaky clean, family fun, or whatever. You know, whereas this is, like, you know, pretty, like, um, is this rated R? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty R-rated, and he's playing, you know, it doesn't seem like he's playing a brand new cop, you know? It's like, no. it seems like an experienced guy, and I don't know. It wasn't, like, I thought this movie happened a lot later than it did when oh, I looked it up afterwards. He's the rich ladies' man. The rich ladies' man. Which, like, it's a great dynamic of him just being, like, you don't say, like, oh, yeah, I'm an independently wealthy cop, and I just do it. Yeah. Because I love being a cop. Right. He dates working girls. Dates working girls. Joey Pants is his boss. Mm. Yeah. Joey Pants is bad at basketball. I really <laughs> thought that Joey Pants was going to be the villain for, like, most of oh, the yeah. movie. I was like, oh, it's Joey Pants. Like, it's going to be him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, well, was that his last role as a hero? <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. <laughs> Every time he shows up in a bad boy's movie. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's showing up in John Wick 5 and he's like, oh, but I don't trust you. <laughs> so, yeah, they had previously, before the movie, made some huge career bust of drugs. And now the drugs are gone. And yes. that is the reason for this movie yeah yeah we get this like crazy opening heist which i think is actually kind of fun i love absolutely like the contraption that they set up like a inner tube toboggan thing <laughs> <laughs> like a pneumatic tube that they're sending yes. like a sled through <laughs> to get all the money out and then eventually people as well yeah they're just uh, capitalizing on all that cool runnings popularity <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what if we used a, some sort of bobsled to steal <laughs> steal drugs. all the drugs <laughs> So relevant. Yeah. <laughs> it's all connected. Uh, uh, so, yeah, leading up to this, Michael Bay had directed a bunch of music videos and commercials and mm. things like that. And it shows because we're already getting into the quick cutting, all of the craziness. Um, the random ep- slow-mo. Random slow-mo. Lots of slow-mo. And it kind of defined, you know, action for... 10 years action movies and it's John Woo too. Like Mm. there's definitely a brand of this nineties action movie and watching it in retrospect, like there's, I have the nostalgia of being like, ah, I remember feeling this just so badass. And then also being like, I could see somebody watching this today with fresh eyes being like, this is lame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Rewatching it. I was like, it is super Mm nineties. Uh, but I kind of like that about Mm it. Um, it feels old, like a really old movie. It does. It really does. <laughs> Which it kind of is. <laughs> uh, just for fun, too, I I, uh, I thought it would be fun to, you know, watch um, some of Michael Bay's most recent movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that just, you know, came out just before the holidays. Um, oh, did you watch some of... Uh, I watched some of Six Underground. Uh-huh. 
um, but didn't uh, <laughs> didn't get through it all. Um, <laughs> oh, is that the thing on Netflix? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I literally tried to watch that before Bad Boys, but... It, it didn't work. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, you can see that everything has been just injected with more testosterone right. and even crazier editing. It's oh, just like sweet. gotten further out of hand yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from where it starts. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's definitely an interesting, like, uh, it's it was a $20 million movie. It's cra- It seems like a giant movie to give a first-time director, but yeah. more power to him. I mean, 19 million, I mean, that happens all the time now. A $20 million movie is not that much, especially in 1995 dollars. Um, and right out of the gate, like, this is a pretty, it's like, it's a lethal weapon kind of buddy cop movie, but their dynamic is pretty unique and I think actually pretty fun. Um, oh yeah. Martin Lawrence is the family man Mm -hmm. and, uh, Will Smith is the playboy. Will Smith is Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Have there been, at this point, have there been any, like, big buddy cop things that it's two, like, black guys, though? Oh, no. Because it's usually, like, a black guy and a white guy or two white guys. So I think this was probably good at the time. No, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that might have been definitely the first one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's cool to have that going on. But at the same time, like, that was, like... When the movie first came out, the buddy cop like formulaic stuff was like what a lot of the critics like knocked it for. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, just being like, oh, it just follows all the tropes of all the other buddy cop movies. Yeah, we've yeah seen. especially because you have this lady coming in from IA, you know, being like, I've been like wanting to bust you guys. <laughs> yeah. You're all gonna be reassigned. Not and, just, know. not just any lady. No, it's uh, Dr. Mark, Laura Baker, <laughs> Mark Hogenberger from Species. Yeah, uh, with insane. Hair. Ins- there is a lot of insane it is, hair in this movie. It is a combination of like a insane mullet with the Rachel like right. mixed up, and there's just like pieces and bangs flying everywhere, and it's it's a lot. It's one of those things where like we all grew up in the '90s, like you're saying. Like I was around seven years old when this movie came out as well, and going back and watching it is like I forget how '80s the '90s were. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest way to put it. Yeah, it's just like wow, look at all this hair, and there's and he's like, when I page you, you call me, and it's like this is '95. Yeah, uh, it just seems like it's so much further along by that point. But no, like we were all, you know. Teddy Ruxpins and Corduroys. The important thing is we're all still talking about Popeyes. That's right. <laughs> True. <laughs> Absolutely. Some things never change. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not Popeyes. <laughs> although, there is a, although there is a sandwich now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that uh, we also have Tay Leone in this movie. Yes, with a lot of outfits. So many outfits. Yeah. And dogs. Many dogs. She's great in this movie. She really I, is. I thought she was a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, she witnesses a murder. A moiter. A moiter. That is after the heist, um, because the corrupt cop that they used to get the information of where the drugs were going to be decided he was going to hire a working girl. And in one of the more awkward scenes in the movie, this working girl decides to just bring her roommate. Yeah, yeah that was so weird. She, like, like her, I guess... It's not a pimp. It's just like somebody, whoever lady it's is. It's a madam. It's a madam. A madam yeah. The madam that's controlling the service. Uh, a female uh, pimp is a, a female madam. Pimp. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Or actually, sometimes there's both. But Ooh, yeah. tell me more. Um, <laughs> it depends on their gender fluidity. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, oh, yeah, just bring your roommate. Like, she's pretty. It was weird. It was like, why not just make her another right. working girl that came with her? Like, yeah. Right. What person who is not... A working girl goes with your roommate, who you know is, right. to a party, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, "It's just going to take five minutes." It's like, "What? What did you mean by that?" <laughs> no, no, it's not. It seemed normal to me. <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, this happens all the time." Well, yeah, and I mean, like maybe not the particular working girl part, but just you know, the tag along to this party. Oh, we're just going to stay for five I mean, seconds. Oh, that's just, true. That's yeah. true. Right. Right. But not it's a, a tale is old. Not time. a sex party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is never like straight up stated really and they kind of like speed by it but it's will smith's fault she went to this thing like he went to her and she was at her other job at a boxing gym or whatever and he was like oh you know anything about this if you heard anything so that's the whole reason she went to the madam and was like who has a lot of money lately and then they sent her and when he sees her dead body he cries and stuff but like he never 
Straight up in, says, it's my fault she died. In that moment, <laughs> it feels like, oh, wow, like this movie's actually really, like, like, he fucked up. He made a mistake. Like, he's feeling it. And then it's like, yeah, he feels really bad in that moment. And then it's never talked but about that, again. Yeah, but then yeah. he remembers he has a masseuse coming later that's just going <laughs> to replace the other girl. He has so many women, like, coming in that movie. It's like, how can you even remember this worker that yeah. got murdered, unfortunately? Yeah, and, like, Taylor spends maybe half the movie being like, don't forget about my friend who died. That's what this is about not about yeah. the drugs and then halfway through the movie she's like oh, okay I'm a long right, ride I'm bored I want to go to a club yeah, yeah. Like, she know, she's no longer like what about my friend you know she's or, like I'm gonna fuck with these guys who are pretending to be the different no, guy yeah. yeah I'm gonna fuck with these guys who are doing a Cinderella story thing yeah. <laughs> no I'm Mike <laughs> no, I'm Mike. Mike. Like, she was actually trying to get some Mike Lowry. She was like, that's right. She's like, you don't seem like Mike. If you was like, that was like my fun, the funniest scene to me. Was like when they're in the bedroom. Oh she was yeah. Like, yeah, if you were Mike, we'd be doing something right now. Yeah. 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 And Martin Lawrence is like, no, I'm Mike. I'm gonna lay back. So I see, ladies, you can pressure guys too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. I mean that. That whole thing is, like, probably my favorite part of the movie, like, seeing Martin Lawrence try to pretend to be, like, the smooth Will Smith character. Uh, <laughs> Even in imitating his voice a few times, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I will say that it gets worn up pretty thin. It really does. Yeah. Okay. So, like, when she... Will Smith is off doing something else when she calls the police station, and her friend who died told her only... Like, if I'm ever in trouble, I'd only talk to Mike he's, Lowry. He's allegedly being upset about her death, I Yeah, guess. and he's also, like, but looking off, for something else, right? But like, off-screen. He's going to interview the madam, too. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, but, so, we get this whole ruse, you know, slapstick comedy situation right. where he has to pretend to be... Mike Lowry, mm-hmm. and thus, is this, what's Will Smith's name? Marcus, or, no. What Mike is, Lowry, oh. Mike Lowry is Will Smith, but yeah. Martin Lawrence is pretending to Marcus be him. Burnett, yeah. Marcus yeah, Burnett, yeah. and then Will Smith has to pretend to be Marcus Burnett and go, like, live with his family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A classic wife swap situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I think part of maybe what, like, wears thin uh with that comedy beat is like the whole movie seems like it like really leans hard on like martin lawrence to just like constantly talk and make as many (laughs) jokes as you can no one else is gonna make jokes yeah just 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 be constantly talking as loud as possible joey pants is making jokes (laughs) Uh, yeah Yeah. maybe a little bit But I mean, Martin Lawrence has so many lines. Oh yeah, in this so movie. many lines in this movie. But I think a lot of it was improvised. And <clears throat> they just let the ruse go on and on and on <laughs> at the point where there it's not really serving any purpose anymore. No, I, at I, this I, point, I, she knows both of them. She's not going to bail at this point, no matter what. Yeah, so it's like well, just tell her what no, happened. And then, and then the audience is watching it. And then like Taylioni's like, yeah, I like, I already know that there's something like <laughs> something's up here. Like probably. 40 minutes into the movie, and then it proceeds for another 20 minutes. And then when Marcus's wife finally shows up, she's like, oh, which one? He's like, the tall one or the short one? She's like, it's the short one. She's like, yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) Then why did we endure this? I mean, I was pretty (laughs) sure she already knew when she she was, like, gay-baiting him, saying about why do you have all these pictures? I thought you were gay, yeah. Yeah, that was when I was like, she knows. But then they took way longer before yeah. really fully confirming it. But we, we get that amazing scene where he uh, he calls his house while they're, like, looking at the photo book. <laughs> and Will Smith would, like, take it out a photo. And right when he picks up the phone, he's like, he hears his wife go, Oh, my God, put it back. You put it back <laughs> put, in. Put it back in. How'd you get it out? Like, oh, yeah, do it. Give it to me. No, we can't tell Marcus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's just a picture of him with an afro. Right. And, uh, like the sound bite that he hears is so incriminating, just totally out of context. You're like, what? And then so he leaves the star witness and races over to his house to kill his best friend. Yeah. Uh, this got really, like, kind of old to me. Like, not the fact that they had switched places, but specifically the fact that he didn't trust his wife. Do you think, right. Oh, I was going to say, do you think yeah. that it got old because we got done watching five Cinderella movies? Um, <laughs> yes. But For some reason, like, I'm not who I say I am. You know, particularly, like, it's bad enough if you don't There's trust... five Cinderellas? Oh, oh my yeah, God. Cinderella story. Oh, we yeah. just finished oh, yeah. that oh, uh, last year. Yeah. Um, and so it... Not only does he not trust his best friend to be at his house with his wife and kids, but he also 
thinks that his wife would cheat on him with this guy. Right. And, like, insists on physically going there. Like, he becomes, like, insanely possessive and has, yeah. like, an insane distrust of both of them. Well, and then Mike's even like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, so when he <laughs> finally tackles him and they fight and they almost blow the whole mission because of this, like, Will Smith's speech to him finally was like a reckoning of this because i was like if yeah. no one calls him out on this yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. dick like which he kind of is anyway but at least somebody calls him out and is like dude i wouldn't do that but they still don't mention that the wife has agency in this yeah. situation <laughs> and could choose whether or not to cheat on him with will smith no one ever mentions that or says she doesn't want to cheat on you or she wouldn't cheat on you yeah so that was kind of a bummer but at least will smith was like dude you're being Nuts. I will say that the way that they like that they they shoot the scenes with Will Smith and his wife, like it's like the it's obvious that there is none of that tension there. Yeah, and like that, like it's completely platonic, and it's, it seems like they're just having fun, you know, being friends, talking to someone yeah, different. Yeah. To different. Yeah. yeah, like she's just had a vacation. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Extra help like. from Crazy Martin Lawrence. But yeah, she, and the, the you know the the bit ongoing bit for the movie is that Martin Lawrence cannot catch a break with his wife. Like everything he does looks suspicious. Yeah, everything he does, and looks, they're not having sex. Yeah, they're not having sex. Can't yeah, go quality quality time. quality time. There's yeah. a lot of talk about quality <laughs> time and how when you're married you don't get any quality time because your wife is so annoying and naggy. It's yeah, like oh, like like it definitely took marriage down a notch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> although. although Martin Lawrence does have a pretty great line where he's just like, he's like, no, that's why I got married. I wanted to stop lying to everybody. <laughs> that is funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, but, I mean, you know, he does fuck up a ton. Like, he shows up and, like, he's with, with Tay Leone. He doesn't have his wedding ring on. He smells like perfume. And he's just like, I, shit, yeah, I got nothing. Like, I cannot explain this. <laughs> I know. He's just, a, he's just a funny fuck up in this movie. It was a lot, though. I could yes. have done with like the movie is two hours 75% long. Five percent yeah. of the oh. harping on the wife. Well, you know, so you've never even. seen Bad Boys too? No. <laughs> I have. Well, well, <laughs> look for it. Buckle up for the runtime on that. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, did Michael Bay do that one too? Oh yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the action is fire though. Oh, okay. it's so good. <laughs> I mean, this like I, it's. I remember Bad Boys to the low. We're standing up, spinning shot. And I didn't realize that it was in this too. It's like it, from, is, yeah. it is in this movie. Like the 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 super recognizable part of this movie is the shirtless let's chase after yes. cars on mm. foot scene. Yes. And then there is one pigeon. There's one John Woo pigeon. Yeah. One John Woo pigeon. And then yeah, when they like when they do that fall and roll together and yes. then stand up, that's like a iconic scene yes. from this movie. But yeah, Will Smith is running shirtless faster than a motor vehicle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that, like, Martin Lawrence has caught up to this, like, uh, caught up to this taxi, jumped on the top, fallen in front of it, all while we keep seeing cuts of Will Smith in slow motion, like, yeah, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. And then he gets there just in time to push him out of the way. Save Martin Lawrence. Well, should we talk about Club Hell? I think we should probably cut, talk about Club This is a part I had to rewatch a million times because <laughs> I, I was so tired when I was watching this movie. I, I like, kept waking up at the parts when they were at Mike Lowry's apartment. So I was, like, I skipped. I, like, missed this whole Club Hell part. Oh. And I saw the scene where, like, the kids see Martin Lawrence on TV. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. wait, when did that scene oh, happen? No. <laughs> I had to, like, rewind. Club Hell, Tay Leone, like, literally loses her mind. Yep. and steals a gun from his apartment <laughs> and goes to the club by herself and is just going to shoot someone in the well, middle of the club with hundreds of people and, watching. And this is why the uh, uh, the ruse of Martin Lawrence being Mike Lowry is where super thin because it's justified by Tay Leone being like, I'm only going to talk to Mike. That's the only person I trust. It's yeah. the only person I want to deal with. And then she basically just gets bored and like, is like, yeah. I'm, she's terrified. Will not go into protective custody. Custody will not go anywhere else except for this dude's apartment. And then she's like, well, but these guys are trying to kill me. I should probably just go in front of them. Run up to them. Yeah. And also, at this point, she clearly thinks that both of them are doofuses anyway. Right. So yeah. what, what does it matter which one's Mike and which one's not, you know? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so she so they go to this club, which is, uh, I guess, a Miami club. Club uh, Hill. <laughs> uh, 
there's a lot of uh, strippers, and the bartender is a giant shirtless skinhead <laughs> with double pierced ears. Yeah. As... Martin Lawrence goes into the men's bathroom. Right. And, and makes a crack about Budweiser. He <laughs> <laughs> must be a sponsor because there's Budweiser signs all is over Is a wall in the men's bathroom a fish tank? Yes. Okay. Just I just wanted to be clear. And also, have you like, been to Florida? Yes, I actually <laughs> no, I went to Miami like a year ago, exactly a year ago. Uh, and I was like, man, if I had known we were going to do this series, I could have gone to some of these locations. Went to yeah. Club Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have gone to Club Hill. You know, I I really wasted that opportunity. Um, but so he's at the urinal, and the guy next to him. He's like doesn't really pay attention to, but then another guy he hears coming in, and so he pulls his gun out yeah. to shoot that guy. But then the other guy puts a plastic bag on his head. But this whole time I'm like, is his dick still out? <laughs> like cause these then they are the questions, and they're rolling around and they're fighting and they fly through the fish tank, and I'm like, I I didn't see him zip. Are you yeah, about the the white dude or Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. It's unclear if he finishes. Mm, yeah, like I feel like I've studied this at some point in my past. <laughs> <laughs> you like slow down the scene, like does uh, cut, he? Cut, cut, oh, oh, they cut the scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, Liz, are you demanding that at some point that an action movie has the balls to have a dick out fight? Scene Maybe. In, Why not? In a bathroom. That's wait, what they're wait, all out for. Dick anyway. out fight scenes have happened. Yeah, I've seen some amazing dick out fight scenes on purpose and on accident. <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> You're saying that Henry Cavill and and Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible, and they're in a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Dicks out. Dicks. Well, Tom Cruise is going to have to. Yeah. I mean, we're just running out of shit for Mission Impossible. Yeah. That's true. He'll finally do something that he's yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen Top Gun Maverick yet, so it That's could true. He's flying those planes pantsless. Pantsless. Oh, man. He's like... No hands fly in this plane. <laughs> so yeah, they do the fish tank thing, and like, what? So okay, the bathroom is the fish tank, and then they fly. Yeah, through the, the it bathroom is the, the fish tank. <laughs> it's part of the wall. But it's like, a metaphor. <laughs> I forgot to check if the ASPCA monitored all the animal action. They probably did with the dogs. But what about these fish? Like. <laughs> Nobody cares about the fish. fish. The fish perished. Uh, well, what, like, don't fish like can like live and die and stuff like or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are permitted as of 2015. <laughs> There's a lot of fish no, 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 I mean, like, you can like take a fish out the water and like yes. you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hopefully they did that. Like, fish can hold their water. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Briefly, yeah. yeah. Just like oh, Martin man. Lawrence with the bag over his head, he couldn't breathe, and then suddenly he could breathe. <laughs> there's one thing I have to say about this bathroom scene. Like, the ending to me was just so... It was so savage because, like, the color of the pee he got smashed oh, yeah. into. That was like... <laughs> that was as, so as a man that pees, I know where that pee comes from. Right, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's three coffees and it's been a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to drink water that yeah, day. exactly. Also, maybe someone pooped in the urinal. <laughs> I mean, it was dark brown. <laughs> well, as Martin Lawrence said, Budweiser. Um, uh, yeah, so (laughs) you're just like, stop her from shooting the bad guy. I was just trying to get back to like what the ticking clock of this movie is. It's like the drug, the the dudes have stolen the drugs from the police and they have four days to make a deal. Yeah, because they've somehow found out that four days it's going to be shipped off somewhere. Right. Right, and they need to f- solve this case real fast because it's like they fucked up and they're going to get right. Internal affairs is going to reassign exactly. Them. So yeah. while they're so while they're <laughs> waiting for this deal to go down, all the bad guys decided, hey, let's go party at Club Hell. Well, it seemed like it was their headquarters. They had their own like VIP as one does uh, overhead viewing station of the club. <laughs> I, I also love that every like the second somebody walked in, there was just some goon being like, "Hey." There's the girl. Yeah. I know. Well, it's, it's like they the were cop. looking at the crowd all night. <laughs> also, like you know, I mean, yeah, she's Taylor Leone, but she's just like a white girl right. on a very crowded dance floor, and they are looking from a very high vantage point. I don't yeah. know how the hell you would recognize her, but okay. And then there was lots of slow motion scenes of like, I'm looking at you. I'm looking <laughs> okay. at you too. I know who you are. So do I. I have a gun. 
I don't know why Will Smith even bothered stopping her. He should have just let her shoot him. Yeah, why I guess maybe he was worried she was going to miss and shoot a random person. <laughs> like, that's what she yeah. ended up shooting him at. Like, the, like, who pulls the trigger at the end? I forget. Mike. Mike. Yeah, Smith Mike does. does. Yeah, because yeah. like, yeah. so, yeah, I'm just saying, like, he stops her from killing her there, but then he kills her, like, later yeah. in the movie, or the guy later in the movie, and it's just Ostensibly, like, they are police officers. They can't just <laughs> shoot a man in public in cold blood. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a Gemini man situation. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, sorry. Gemini man. <laughs> Freeze, mother <laughs> bitches! Oh! Whoa. You guys know what that sound means, right? I do not. We got freeze. It... Means one very specific thing. Oh, it's time for the first guess that tagline of 2020. We are here with three contestants this week on the show. We have Elis on the left, Iwari in the center, and Tyler on the right. I'm scared. For those of you who have never played this game, you're about to guess the tagline on the poster for Bad Boys. It's on Wikipedia, so maybe you might have seen it, maybe not. Yeah, if you saw it, then you have to abstain. I did not see it, though. I did not see it. I have not. Okay. But basically, as soon as the timer stops here, you got one minute, a one-minute timer to try to guess that tagline. I'll give you guys a couple hints, and we will get started. All right. Right almost now. Or not. Damn it, it always goes like one longer than I thought. It goes super long. See, there we go. All right, you guys ready? Ready. Here's your hint before you get going. It's three words only. Here we go. One minute on the clock. What you gonna do? Oh, my God! (laughs) What? He cheated. I did not cheat. I did not cheat. That's the winner. Finally. First time ever. No one has ever won this game. That was so fast. Oh, my God. I had a a thinking. I had a thought of it. Because I was going to say it's what you're going to do when they come for you. But then when you said three words, I was like, well. No, I was thinking the same thing. And I was like, no, it still works. I wanted to do it this week because I thought someone might actually get this one. Holy crap. We have our first ever winner on uh, uh, Guess That Tagline. Woo! I've never heard this noise. (laughs) I know. We've been waiting that whole time. Well, thanks for playing this week. You guys have been playing. Shortest game ever. Until next time. Wow, that was shocking. Oh I can't, honestly can't believe you did that. That was, that was very impressive. I'm impressed myself. I've been training my whole life. Oh, wow. I knew there was a question mark in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so that clip we played earlier, I think, is from one of the funniest scenes probably in the, in the movie. They end up at this like convenience store. Just oh, right. Like, trying to like... Get- I don't even remember what they're doing there. But the guy... the guy wanted to buy shampoo. Oh, that's right, yeah. So stupid. And then the shop owner, like, sees that he's got... You know women always trying Ugh. to buy shampoo. Oh, just test it on animals. Forget it. Ugh. That was in there, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, the shop owner sees that they've got a gun, and he's like... Please, mother bitches! <laughs> And it ends up with this crazy standoff um, and more Martin Lawrence yelling and stuff. Well, it seems that their power as a crime-fighting duo is that they distract people by bickering with each other. <laughs> yeah, like an old married couple. <laughs> um, actually people have... just want to sit back and watch them go. They're just like, oh, this is too good. I we can't think go. of a good example, but I feel like this continues to happen throughout pop culture. Like... Two cops arguing to distract you, and then like, oh yeah, the, yeah. No, this is a trope for Sorry. sure. Oh yeah, it makes me think of the New Girl Prince episode for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite part of this scene was like they're basically being accused of trying to rob the convenience store, and once they get the up on the convenience store owner, they then proceed to actually rob the convenience store yeah. and demand. <laughs> When they're like, hey, freeze, bitch! You freeze, bitch! Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. And then he says, get me, what, bubblicious? And yeah, a, tropi- a tropical fruit tropi- bubblicious. Yeah. <laughs> and then Martin Lawrence is like, and some Skittles. Yeah. I was like, that was probably. And apparently, this part. was one of the things that uh, Michael Bay like was not 
super fan of the script, I guess. Oh. And this was one of the scenes, like, they improvised those lines. Mm. Um, mm. I mean, there's got to be a lot of improvisi- improvisation. I feel like there, there definitely has to be. I will say that the script of this movie is actually pretty okay. Yeah. Like, plot-wise, if you're just going from an outline standpoint of, like, hey, it's these cops, this is what's happening. It's, like, typical typical heisty yeah. cop movie. Yeah. yeah. I think... Vaguely Russian bad guy. <laughs> Honestly, like, although I yeah, think Yeah, back when be... all terrorists were white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh, it would be better. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was a thing. Yeah, a simpler time when Gary Oldman was a bad guy and he was trying to take Air Force One. Yeah, that, good old, <laughs> yep. that good old Cold War. That's right. <laughs> yep. About the script, though, like... The female characters are so horrible. I would have rather this yeah. movie just have no female characters. <laughs> like the, fem- the female character development was definitely lacking. Yeah, it was really bad. Like yeah. you know, we're like oh, Marge Helgeberger's in this movie. She doesn't do anything except come in three times and be like, "I've got you now. You're reassigned." I know, you know? she's like, like not in any scenes, barely. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Eliz. What about the person who is uh, blackmailed and uh, yeah I guess no no I'm totally joking it's oh, terrible yeah. well and then the even also the, the wife... movie's called bad boys I'm just kidding I'm, I'm not putting, <laughs> I'm not putting that forward as an actual argument the, the wife um, who which I can't even what's her name Teresa she gets like nothing really like I mean she's basically just nagging him the entire time she's like, a cartoon wife yeah like, her like. yeah her um the way she's acting is not really reasonable for the wife of a police officer who knows he's gonna have certain obligations right. and certain, you know and and just I don't know you don't even really see her like get to do anything other than like sort of flirt with Will Smith but like we said there's not really any sexual like no. tension there yeah, yeah even when she shows up to like you know, find out what's really going on in that, like, at Mike's place. She doesn't even really do much there She doesn't either. do much, and then as soon as she realizes that he's telling the truth and there's a big shootout, she's like, I love you! And then that's all we ever see of her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then Taya Leone's character is also annoying, unreasonable, naggy, and also mm-hmm. um, a vegetarian and animal activist, just to be even more annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. I forgot we were those Miami annoying vegetarians. This movie. Like, yeah, it, it felt very modern California. Yeah, it did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for there is a scene uh, of that foot race of where shirtless Will Smith is John mm-hmm. Woo in it through town. Uh, they they're like, oh, we're in Miami, so we can run through a bikini clad photo shoot. Yeah, but we're also in Miami, so there's a bunch of Jewish grandmothers and a hairdresser. This scene was hilarious. <laughs> the number of like obstacles that they run into through this entire chase. They're like, like, oh, what could he run through in Miami? Oh god, a ton of guys in wheelchairs. <laughs> Look out! Oh, they run over a biker on like a Venice oh, yeah. Beach type bridge, and and he's just like, oh fuck! Yeah. They're just like, Mike should have ran through a boat show, I like know. a heat game. It's like when when those when all the guys in the wheelchair show up, I was like, what? Why did they do it? I know. This? Yeah, what did the wheelchair basketball team ever do to I them? And they know. got totally screwed over. It was just I like so weird. I, I, I might be wrong. I might, I might be thinking of this movie, but I feel like that there's a wheelchair basketball thing in The Rock as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe he's just really I, good friends with them. I was like, want to do a cameo yeah. in the movie? Yeah, I We'll guess. have to look that up. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like a charity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, well, I mean, it had to be Miami because there's that shot of the uh, plane flying over the Miami sign. That's oh, also yeah. the exact same shot that he uses in Pain and Gain. Giant Miami sign. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sorry. You know what I'll say for the female characters? I need this in Bad Boys four or three or what? what, what they can you don't care about three. I'm ready for four. <laughs> We're, on four. We're on four now. We skipped three. It's like they should have made a three. In yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's it was like I need them to at least go to her gravesite. For the first, like, mm. working woman that died. Like, yeah. So I let her get a moment. Yeah. Just remember her. Yeah. It was, like, it was something where it was like, oh, wow, like, this could actually make this stand out of him. Like, oh, he has his contact. He's this smooth operator. And it's like, oh, like, he fucked up. Like, he actually put her in danger. Uh, and I, and the, the 
Will Smith's acting the shit out of the scene where he's supposed to feel that. He is. It just doesn't uh, carry over to anything else later in the movie. Yeah. yeah. The very next night, he's at Club Hill looking at all right. the spread oh, out uh, ass uh, or whatever <laughs> Martin Dorn says. Uh, when there was like well, no, before that, the masseuse shows face. up. That's right. Yeah. When like somebody was just like putting a high-heeled foot in front of his oh, yeah. face a bunch of times, it's like, ugh. And he's looking uh, at you it know, like, You know there's yeah. nothing sexier than a shoe. <laughs> it's not, you don't even well, see the woman it's attached to, by the way. Right. No, like, Right. It's just a disembodied like, yeah. foot. It's, it's actually just the shirtless uh, uh, Pierce bouncer, just with a mannequin leg. <laughs> I was like, he's just like sticking the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> a cute foot. Yeah, foot. God. Now shake it around a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the amount of scantily clad women uh, that just make it into the background because oh, it's Miami. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing that's happening is a lot and does not lend to the female representation in this movie because it's like oh like we're gonna have this character do something but then like there's the masseuse that shows up is basically like I also a hooker also a hooker I it's guess. implied I guess uh, that's the question like was all his women's hookers yeah that's kind of what, I mean that's kind of what it seemed like because he's like she's a masseuse Seuss. but then he specifically says she massages things so yeah. it's kind of like okay so she's but a she also showed up naked yeah. And well, he's a rich guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's a rich guy. I was going to say, there's no actual nudity in this movie, though, right? No, not really. I don't no think no so. one's actually <laughs> naked. Except for the unclear if Martin Lawrence's dick was out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right, 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 right. Yeah. But we don't really see it. That's yeah. why there's a question. <laughs> well, we don't see it. It's like, was it out in theory? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's call him up and find out. But. Yeah, at least it's not like also all those women were naked right. all over the place. If a dick flops in a bathroom and no one's there to see it. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> about the new movie, that's one of the things I'm interested about because like I saw the clip when like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence like they went to like some other movie shoot like and they're just like like oh two black movies on the same set this is awesome right and then it was like Martin Lawrence was so old in that clip yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, see, I see a lot of wins if they play that right but at the same yeah. time if they're still trying to make him like young Mark Burnett this could be like this could I it mean, could not be good that well, was my, that was my thought too <laughs> yeah when I saw the trailer I was yeah. like he looks puffy I haven't yeah. seen it yeah. he looks puffy it is funny um, how you know in these movies uh, Martin Lawrence is like the fan family man and uh will smith is the playboy and they are like complete opposites in real life yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of funny uh do we want to talk about the crazy final Finale. action sequence Absolutely. so it's on the airport like hangar yeah, or whatever hangar, yeah. so some possibly cuban guy is coming to take the drugs it, right well no a stereotype a drug Dealing stereotype shows up yeah. to buy the drugs. Actually, in before, a cream-colored suit. Yes. Yeah, just, just like picture. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> just the, picture what a Simpsons drug dealer would look like. Yep. Yeah, yep. And that's, that and that's is what it. This guy is actually. Before we get into the rest of this, can we? Also, when they escape Club Hell, they steal a truck filled with ether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just. I think it was the bad guys' truck because they were going to use the ether to right, cut the to drugs. to cut the drugs. But it was basically just them so they could have, like, Donkey Kong exploding barrels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot we get to see a super baby-faced Kevin Corrigan in That's this right. movie. <laughs> As, like, the Walter White of the... Uh... Yeah. I just love the idea of just, like, oh, no, he stole the explosives truck. Because <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's when Michael Bay is just like, oh, we need to justify the explosions. But then, <laughs> but then he learns, you don't need to justify them. Things just blow up. Yeah, why was the, why did they even have that car parked outside Club Hell in the first? <laughs> you know, he's, just, he's like, you don't move. It's like, why? Like, just bring him in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why did they have to take the explosives to Club Hell? Just take it directly to the lab. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it makes no sense. Michael oh, wow. Imperioli's in this movie too. Yeah. Yes, he is. Jojo. That's kind of a funny scene too when they shake him down. Yeah, they're they're like, We're gonna kill you and then Martin Lawrence is like, Don't kill him and he's like Mike's like, I'm gonna kill he's him. He's like around the corner, like, Oh god, don't shoot him. Oh my god. <laughs> like playing it up. I thought that was kind of Fake funny. Good cop, bad cop. Um Murder cop, no murder cop. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So airfield. On yeah. the way to the airfield, after he sends them and it's like, even though they've all been reassigned by Mark Huckenberger, um the the chief or their boss or whoever uh, joey, joey pants. pants joey pants is like <laughs> go do what you need to do and then for some reason he like picks up the phone and it's like i need to call in a favor i need swat i need helicopters i need every car you have but 
None of that stuff comes into play at all, no. and they all drive up right as everything ends. And well, it's like, well, what was the point of that? Doesn't he say, like, I don't know where they're going to need to be, but I need them at some yes. point. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that did not oh, help. You're a bad I'm like, I'm pre-ordering the spot right now. I'll give you the shipping address later. <laughs> like, he should have saved that favor and called it in for a time when he knew exactly where and when to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, never watched who wants to be a millionaire <laughs> I, think, I think they just like they must have just gone outside and waited to hear the explosions that's right it sounds like it's coming from the east <laughs> that way <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> lots of explosions in this Tay one is with them for some reason sure in the car well she did the stakeout and oh, so yeah. uh she has she's entitled to peak because she sat in a car yeah, it's her fault that the stakeout fails because she's like, oh, let me look at the binoculars. Let me." Well, this scene is so weird, too, because the whole time that they show them looking at the looking at the bad guys, they're clearly looking right at them. Like, the yeah. cutaways, it's like yeah. the guy's holding binoculars <laughs> in his hand, looking straight at the camera, and you're like, they're looking at you, dude. And then they still let her look, and then it's like, you see her look through the binoculars, and then... Through that, you see the bad guy looking through binoculars at her. <laughs> but she doesn't say, like, hey, he's looking right at me with the binoculars. She's like, oh, we got a birder on this. <laughs> yeah. You know how binoculars work? It's just like, it's like, couldn't you tell they were looking at you? Like, come on. I guess she's not a cop, so maybe she no. doesn't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> also, the her dog's bad boys, too. Yeah, I'm just like they 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 made some better women characters. Okay, <laughs> yes. good. I look forward Absolutely. to it. In fact, they introduced a character that kind of answers everything we're crapping on. Okay. <laughs> good. Like, good. She's already looking so sad. I'm like, no, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I trust me. We've been through a lot franchise wise, so I always have hope for the next one. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also like for I mean, all of that is true, and at least like the, the I think that. Part of the reason why it's so frustrating in this movie is we're like, there's actors that we like, there's characters that have, like, that there's potential for life and and purpose and meaning for these female characters, and it's just squandered. Mm-hmm. And that's more than we can say for a lot of the movies that we Yeah, well, and it's weird that they kind of just set it up and then drop it, especially yes. with Taylor. Absolutely. So, I, well, I, I have to be honest, like, for me, as a Michael Bay watcher, it's just like, it, it's... It's more him and just his attitude. Like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, he, he's, he's and in real he's life, pulled some, yeah, he's pulled some moves that show he just doesn't value, you know, a woman's acting talent yeah. on his set. So yeah, that's yeah. like until yeah. he finds like until there's a woman that's like can kick his ass into making a good movie about her or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be interesting. He's like, still unmarried. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, All those millions. Yeah, right. Yeah, he yeah. can hire a masseuse. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, Mike Lowry was him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like, I really relate with this character. Absolutely. Yeah. Can we have one more lady show up? <laughs> so, yeah, in the final scene, once the bad guys realize that the cops are there, they immediately shoot the stereotypical drug lord for some reason. Yeah, and, and then he like, dies. Why shoot him? What was the point of that? He dies going like, hijo de puta. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on. Well, they wanted his car. You oh. See. No, I have no, I have no idea why they. It, it was, was weird. It was no, all of a sudden like, they're like, it's we, a double cross. We need, we need, <laughs> we need four days for this deal to go down. And then he paid us the, he wired us the money. And so now we kill him. Well, to immediately accuse him of a double cross too, when these same two cops have been chasing you for a yeah. week to then say, oh, it must be him who double crossed they're us. they're wearing like, you know, uh, bulletproof vests that say police in like yeah. giant letters. <laughs> and everyone's like, it's a double cross. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> so yeah, RIP rando drug lord. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was, was really funny. A lot of fighting and shooting and explosions. There's some hilarious well, explosions where people's bodies go flying <laughs> yeah. like across the room. There's one, like, point, ah! there's one point where Martin Lord says, you forgot your boarding pass. And then he shoots a flaming tank. And then a guy flies out of a plane yes. into a rack of flammable chemicals. It's pretty in, funny. In a Looney Tunes style that is just as he screams. Mwah. Yeah. He's like screaming the whole way. It's like the finale formula was just one liner explosion. <laughs> I did appreciate that they both got shot. Yes. For real. They did. Instead of like 
miraculously missing every bullet, they actually both got shot <laughs> in non-lethal a, spots. But you know, catching a bullet is appreciated. Right, right, right. Um, Realistic gunfights. How would you? Oh, I, said, I was gonna say when they're finally driving away, the three main characters are driving away from the building, like it's gonna blow, and they're like driving away, and then you see the huge explosion. There's like clear just fireworks that are like straight <laughs> coming out that are not part of like a, a chemical explosion. They're just straight up like. Well, fireworks. it was a fireworks factory. Well, I was curious yeah. <laughs> how you guys would rate this giant explosion Ooh. to other giant explosions that we've had. Because this one's pretty big. It was pretty good. It's pretty big. It's huge because it's like, they blow up the whole building and it's like zoomed way out. So it is like, you know, it's extra big. But I feel like Michael Bay, I'm sorry. This is not the biggest explosion we've had on no. the show. Okay. I think it's I close. Know. I think it's close, but I don't think Unless it is. people are actually injured accidentally. It's, it's not big <laughs> enough. Unless they almost charred a woman. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Well, That's true. <laughs> We have to wait for the Shout Factory yeah, was version. was that on the special <laughs> features, Justin? No, the special features uh, basically consist of a gun commercial. <laughs> There's this entire, like, behind the scenes, how the bad boys got bad or something like that, you know? Uh, and the entire behind the scenes thing is all just with, like, the special effects guy and the prop master who did, who, who like, rented them all the guns. And it's a bunch of, like, like... Hey, Mike uses this gun, and here's what it looks like shooting a lava lamp in slow motion. <laughs> so it's like all this like test footage of them shooting the guns over and over again, and that's the entire thing. It's like there's not much about making the movie other than like here's the gun they used, and here's what it looks like when it shoots a TV or a or a fish tank or what you know. It's like I don't know. Bathroom. So if you're super into guns, <laughs> special features for you on Bad Boys. Oh. Mm. There seems is a, like, there seems is like a, the Rambo special features uh, and the missing an action. There is a director features. commentary from Michael Bay that I did not get to listen uh, to. Oh, I want, I would, I I'm, want to revisit I'm that. I'm sure it's that not like they cut any of Martin Lawrence's jokes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, um, speaking of Martin Lawrence's children in this movie, uh, this is like the most successful child star check-in I've had in a while. Oh I was actually God. able to find all three of these kids. Oh, wow. um, so Tiffany Samuels, who played. Megan Burnett, which is a little girl. Um, she is a branded menu strategist at McDonald's. So marketing. Yeah. Um, Corey Hodges, who played James Burnett. He works for the UCI Department of Anthropology as an analyst. Ooh. And then Scott Cumberbatch, who played Quincy Burnett. He is part of... He has his own gospel group called Scott Cumberbatch and Anointed Praise. Scott mm. Cumberbatch. Yeah. And um, you can listen to his album, Hymns from the Heart, on Amazon Aww. Prime. Ah. And he also works as an administrator at Passaic County Technical Institute teaching STEM classes or administrating something. I don't know. It's a tech <laughs> high school. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. They're, all three of them have nice, you know, careers and... That's I was great. actually able to find the exact people for once. <laughs> Usually I'm like, I'm 75% sure this is them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm curious, Iwari, uh, growing up, um, I was wondering if you had any like affinity for the soundtrack for this movie at all. If you, you know, listening to it now, watching, watching it back again this week, if you were like, oh man, I love that song or like, I was like, I didn't have any big soundtrack moments for this one. Yeah. Like, I think bad boys Two really took the soundtrack mm-hmm. moment. I think you're right. Like this, this one kind of had more like a little stock music in it, a little cutty scene. I mean, it was, like you said, it was the eighties, nineties, like, like just I don't know, cutscene music vibe. But there's a, there's a scene where uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence sing the Bad Boys theme in the car. Yes, but it seems like very funny. Yeah, but it's it seems like they didn't actually play the song on set because it's like totally off with what yeah. the timing is in the music. So, like, uh, question: Do we think that this movie is? only call bad boys so that we can bring in the song for some reason mm, probably I don't yeah know. i'm not really sure <laughs> were so they really no, that like... bad of boys yeah they, i mean yeah they're, i don't know i don't <laughs> know if they're the best cops so. no, no, they kill a lot of people <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a whole um kill count conversation that goes throughout the movie yeah. who who killed more people but i think at least it's like a ne- considered a negative that someone yes. else's kill count is no no like the, the whole yeah. time like before they go into club hell they're like let's not kill the guy before we get the information <laughs> let's just go in there and be police officers and they're they're not able to do it yeah. um i mean cops the show started in 1989 so oh yeah maybe whoever wrote the script was like you know wanted to have the bad boys be the cops 
Yeah, well, it's like it's. I mean, Halloween was just made like, oh, that's just a great name for a movie. Like, it's yeah. not, you know, that's true. Um, but I mean, there was a specific scene of them singing the song, yes. so that must have been written in the script, I assume, unless they were just like on set making that up. But yeah, I doubt it. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I was hoping that the special features on the movie would talk about that. But maybe Michael Bay will talk about it. And maybe, maybe director's commentary. So, do we have a rating or a ranking? That's a great question. Off the top of my head, how many bologna sandwiches? Uh, <laughs> how many flesh sandwiches? That, that was a funny scene. You know, you're eating flesh, flesh right? right? Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, that might make me. That might make me feel is. gross yeah. too, because just uh, that word." The no, way it's being how used. About, how about you, how many missed pages did you get? She makes me quit bologna temporarily every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. Temporarily. <laughs> the key yeah, word. the way she explains it, like, it's like they take all the parts and then they just, like, squeeze it into a sheet. Which is, <laughs> I was like, which true. Right. So if you stop eating it for long enough, that description gets sexy again. <laughs> he also washes off a pickle at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He washes oh, it off in soda. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was gross. Yeah. <sighs> they disrespect us in food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Yeah. All right. How many Coca-Cola soaked pickles? <laughs> Bad boys. The first one. Uh, I think I'm going to give it six, six, uh, you know, Coke soaked pickles. That makes it sound more fun. Yeah. I don't know. Six <laughs> Coke soaked pickles. Coca-Cola soaked yeah, pickles. There, that's that. There, there you go. There you go. That's what I was. Ins- <laughs> I see what you're doing. I yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I feel like I remember bad boys too more because, that came out like when I was in high school because it's better. <laughs> and, yeah. And like, I, I just, I just have like better memories of that one. But, um, this was fun to go back to just like, I, I, I loved the nineties of it and just like, you know, something that felt so old. And then there's a new movie coming out like mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. Uh, it's just kind of fun to kind of mm-hmm. see where the, see where that started, see where Michael Bay started. Cause I've enjoyed some of his movies as well. And, um, yeah, I think I think this holds up pretty well as like a super solid mm-hmm. '90s action film. Uh, I'm gonna give it five Coca-Cola soaked pickles. Which, by the way, you're ruining my Diet Coke ginger lime that I'm trying to drink <laughs> right now. You so sure it's got a picture of green. Could be pickle flavored. Ginger pickle. Ginger pickle. Sick. Anyway, it's my fault for drinking this. But anyway, five because of the I didn't. Of course, we already talked about the female characters, and also just like, uh, yes, it holds up as an action movie, but to me, like Martin Lawrence's character, the way his mind works, does not hold up. Like it is so <laughs> crazy and distrustful, and like it's, no, it's sitcom logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's so it works on an episodic basis of like I need we need to generate conflict, so I'm going to yeah. be irrationally and weird about this. Yeah. Everything that he thinks is, like, justified briefly, but then they just keep it going for right. way too long. So, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think I enjoyed it. Um, I thought Will Smith was really good. I was surprised to find out this was the first feature film when I looked on his IMDb later, mm-hmm. and it really just, like, shows how they knew, like, well, this guy's a freaking star. Put him in everything, because he takes not the greatest material and, and yeah. makes it really shine. Mm-hmm. Tyler? Oh, I think I'm going to go six Coca-Cola soaked pickles. I think that it is a fairly incredible debut, especially because so much of the Michael Bay formula that is successful and, you know, part of some of the biggest action movies of all time is clear. It's already here. Like, his style is fully formed it's it's already out in the open i think that there's something awesome about um the characters and and kind of in in 95 of just having like hey like like we're having yes it's a it's a buddy cop thing but yes it's two black actors it's also like will smith is like yeah i'm i'm the super rich cop it's yeah it's different stuff that i think that that I definitely took for granted when I was eight when I was watching it that going back to it of like how dated it is and how it's like, Oh yeah, like that's not cool at all. But 
in contrast to that, it's like, okay, well, there's actually some stuff here that, that is, was probably controversial at the time. And there was probably, I could see, you know, some Bob Dole supporter being up to like, Oh, the bad boys like, it's ruining society. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. So I think that, that it's, it's an, um, I, I, I can't believe it's his first movie quite yeah. honestly. Uh, and I, I think all the performances are, are pretty good. And I think the action's fairly great. Yeah. Save the guest for last. Iwari, you want to give a rating? Uh, sure. Um, I think I've been, I'm sitting around, I think I'm, I'm going to give it like 6.5. Nice. Pog dope sodas. Pickled sodas. Pick it up. I made it complicated. Soda, pickles. Soda, soda, pickles. Pickled dip sodas. Six and a half. We got a float. We got a floater. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I enjoyed. I enjoyed this movie. Like the plot was solid. The action was crazy. Like, yeah, it was the type of thing. Like going back is like I'm not the most into like looking up who made a film, but it's like literally as I'm watching, like God damn, this has like more explosions than Michael Bay, and it's like no, yeah. Michael Bay made this. But <laughs> 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 so, you know that's great. Um, definitely agree with what Elis said about the female characters needing some more development. Um, you know the jokes were great. Action was great. Plot just keeps rolling. I mean, you know, it's also just the 90s, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a lighter time, I feel like, in movies, like romp type of fun movies were Absolutely. just a thing. Yeah, it was like, it was one of those, like, you're going to sit down in the theater, the bar's going to come down, you're going to go for a ride for, like, two hours. Exactly. Sweet. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of Bad Boys, and we'll fast forward next week to 2003 that's for what we're Bad Boys do. 2. <laughs> Yeah, like you guys have both seen this movie, I feel like a lot, so I'm just gonna be like, derp, derp, derp. yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but before we go, I want to say thank you to Awari uh, for being here. Um, it was Thanks great to have you. That was awesome. And actually, um, we're gonna play one of your songs on the way out. So for anyone listening, we're gonna play the song uh, "Getting High." Okay. Cool. Uh, you have. I, I'm curious if you have any insight uh, about how that song came about, or oh sure. I was uh, digging it on the album, so I'm like, I want to put that one up. No, I appreciate that. Um, that that was uh, that was one of my earlier songs that like I, that like like it's literally one of the songs out of the first group that I made. It's kind of made it on like most of my projects somehow, just because you know going independent, some stuff does. You just want it to get exposed every time. Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, it's like marijuana was a big thing for me coming out to California. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a part of the culture. It was a part of the scene. And, you know, it, it helped me with some medical issues that I had from childhood that nothing else really worked for. Nice. And, you know, I just felt like I owed her. I owed Miss Mary Jane a song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got a little, you know, prophetics in my rhyme and I was talking about it being legal and everything back then. So I'm excited <laughs> that now I live in a legal state. You know, the song, the, the times for the song have come. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you know, other than that, just motivated by my life. I, you know, I'm just inspired by what I do. Sweet. I felt like it was worthy of rapping. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if our, our listeners are liking what they hear, where can they uh, find your music or track you down? Um, I have music released on all the major platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Title, all the stuff that you would want to check out. If you want to get um, an easy link is iwari.com, which will show up as iwari.net, and I'm working on getting the whole thing fixed right now. <laughs> but, you know, somebody owned my .com, but now I own it. Nice. <laughs> But it will show up as the .dot net. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. And you know, you can just dig around. Um, I suggest my SoundCloud. There's some things on there that aren't released anywhere else as well. And, Sweet, cool. You know, more music's coming soon. 2020 is going to be a big year. I've kind of been planning and plotting and just building a lot of music so I can deliver it in packages for people to enjoy. That hopefully it'll connect to them. Awesome, That's awesome. Well, we uh, we look forward to hearing it. Yeah, we'll, and we'll link to the SoundCloud yeah. somewhere on the social. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, Very cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Um, but before we go, Eliz, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, don't forget to email us at sequelrights at gmail.com and find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That means a lot to us. And until then, bad, bad boys, boys too. too. For life. <laughs> bad boys too. What would bad boys three have been called? Uh... <laughs> Bad Boys 3D. Always <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 3D. <laughs> See, now we know when they should have dropped it, back when they were 3 d everything. That's right. Yeah. Like, remember Gulliver's Travels 3D? Why did that happen? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
It's like it's a, yeah. It's gonna be like bad boys for life. Bad boys. I plead. I plead the fifth. <laughs> plead the fifth. Yeah, good one. I, I don't have that. a three. I don't have a three. I don't know. Bad boys three. Well, for bad boys before we record bad boys two, get to us with your bad boys three. They just yes. turn. They turn. They turn the bees into threes. Uh, says, oh my god! Yes, three, three boys. Three boys three. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Mike's secret son. That's right. That's right. Willow. All right. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Bad boys to you next week. See you there. First, I break up all the problems in my week, hoping that whatever I produce will satisfy all of my needs. Because life can get so motherfucking hectic. Always throwing curveballs at your knees whenever you least expect it. But I gut and feel the swisher up and vibe to this song. If that don't get me high enough, I go right to the bomb. Compressing, caressing the herb, then I wrap it up. If I just roll the double blunt, my homies clap it up because we gonna get higher than the clouds and slowly walk down back and forth like we was a smoke shroud. I sparked the flame and set my problems on fire. Burn that shit until it's gone. The only question is, can I get higher? I'm getting high, man. Up in the sky, man. I'm floating by, man. what I'm doing cause I'm way too high to answer which my eyes should be proven have to shotgun a red bull just to keep myself moving blowing O's peppermint tea on the stove brewing got the drinkies and the munchies on my mind while I'm stewing watching highlights of Michael Jordan dunking on Patrick Ewing I just rolled the perfect blunt for my viewing it's gonna last the whole time in my high it will keep boosting I'm in a dancing in a lazing on my couch roosting the more I smoke the more I feel like to the couch I'm gluing Mary Jane sitting next to me Up in the sky, man. I'm floating by, man.